All right. Well, hold on. Let me let me just, let me just order delivery before it gets too late. Okay. Really don't, but don't don't put, the, put but don't put your mic on mute because we want to put that in the podcast. Good afternoon or evening or, you know, a beautiful thing about podcasts is it's on demand. Uh, so if, you know, I guess if you're already listening to this, you know what podcasts are. But welcome to the uh, second season and we are on the seventh episode of the Films Insert Podcast. Uh, welcome. This is, this is Adam and the uh, person you heard was is Doug Klinger. person you heard that said welcome. Right. So Doug's mm-hmm. welcoming you. I'm also welcoming you as well. I'm uh, coming at you from Raleigh, North Carolina, and Doug from Boynton Beach, Florida. Too north for me. I don't understand how you can be that north. So it is like, pretty far north, and also all of the delivery places close at nine. Yeah, it's like the atmosphere. Like if and nobody's familiar with South Florida, it's like the atmosphere. I feel like Miami is like the uh, you know ground level, and then the further you go north. Like if you get into Delray, that you're in the stratosphere. You like there's only like, you know, the big birds, the ones that can that can go higher up there. By the time you get to Boynton Beach, there's nothing but a bunch of space junk. So yeah, the scene up here is pretty interesting, but it is not a tough place to live. No, not at all. Well, I shouldn't say anything because I'm in Raleigh, North Carolina, and as you will hear in a certain interview that's upcoming in a few episodes. Listen, don't take my thing. I'm the one who gives subtle hints about previous episodes, all right? Don't. Okay, I, I'm going to drop it right now. Our future interview is the mayor of Raleigh, so just FYI. So, Doug, we got some... Uh, now, well, now I can't use the mayor of Raleigh's music video in my pick of the week. It's pretty good. Mayors, mayors are getting into the music video thing. Get in the game. Right. Uh, so you know, there's two things I wanted to talk about today. Number one, yeah. the second one is the big topic, but uh, the first one... I want to talk about, and I haven't mentioned this to you, Doug, because I, I just thought of it because I was thinking of it while I was running earlier today, and that is the amount of man hours in the United States and abroad wasted on people parroting, parroting music videos. Have you noticed this? Par- music video parodies? Parodies, yes. And I'm not talking about like Lonely Island stuff. I'm talking about people getting all their friends dressed up like characters in Harry Potter and parroting LMFAO's uh, Party Rock Anthem with that's, new lyrics uh, about Harry Potter. Yeah, you know, that's actually uh, Demi's friends who made that video. Now, I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. And I know, I don't think that you are. It happens often, though. It does happen often. And I'm just saying that while people enjoy people enjoy them, I don't think until you really start digging and spend a good few hours with YouTube that you really understand the amount of that stuff that's out there. So here's to understand that, here's a good thing to do. Go to YouTube and search for parodies of the Katy Perry California Girls video. Um, if you don't remember, you, you, you probably the image of Katy Perry nude clad in a little bit of cotton candy like clouds um, and the video taking place on the game board the game board of Candyland will probably uh, probably jog your memory but there are hundreds and hundreds of video parodies from really really well done ones to just 
ones that took you know look like they took very little effort it's kind of amazing actually how many there are of stuff like that because especially because you'll look at them and like there will be 25 Katy perry parody videos and all you know there's hundreds like you said but like a good 25 of them will have millions of views each each um like who are these people who watch other than you who watch several Katy perry parody videos like the numbers just don't don't add up one of the things that really astonishes me is the like the work that goes into like i'm a busy person like and i i find time to do the the podcast and i'm not saying like i'm busy because i'm so cool it's just there's you know there's not a lot of time in the day to actually go ahead and, and execute you know to a certain level a parody is a is a big endeavor it's not something that should be taken lightly and people that make videos um or ever made like funny videos know that it's it, it's hours and hours of work and one of my one of my <laughs> link to this in the show notes but one of the most parodied videos probably is um I'm on a boat. The boat, the Lonely Island. I'm on a boat video featuring T Pain that came out in 2009, I think. And there are t- just hundreds and hundreds of just like the Katy Perry video. But um, Lonely Island in general gets a lot of uh, <laughs> like. There's a bunch. There's a whole bunch of Lazy Sunday parodies oh, out yeah, there. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, it's, which it's, is so funny. It's like God. It's like it's so meta, Adam, because it's um, because it's. I mean, in a sense, Lonely Island is a parody of rap, and then. They're parodying Lonely Island, so then it's like a double parody. So then, like, do those two parodies like cancel out, and that makes like a Lonely Island parody just like a regular music video? Uh, no, the parody out of all these parodies, that the one that I would like to direct you to, and we'll link to in the show notes, is "I'm on a couch," <laughs> the parody of the "I'm on a boat." Do I have to? You have to because it is. It it really straddles the line between good and and bad. So more dislikes than likes. More dislikes, but I have to give I have to give. For, so it's obviously like a really poorly done. It's not poorly done, but it's just like obviously them and their friends kind of destroying. It's not a couch. lot of money. It's not right. poorly done at all. Just for a couple of friends lighting a couch on fire and being in front of a green screen. But they do they do have some cool shots. Like they have a video a shot of this guy riding on a couch and he's going down the road. Um, which is, you know, if you're just dicking around with your friends, you maybe wouldn't. I mean, it takes a little bit of work to put that together, so you got to give it to them. Uh, but yeah, yeah, definitely, I would say lose some time uh, and go out there into, you know, the internet and uh, check out some some parody videos. You you are right though. You really will lose yourself. Like you, like that is going down the rabbit hole or any kind of animal hole. I mean, I don't think a rabbit hole is deep enough. It's like a, um, like a, some home. kind of like animal that doesn't even exist, like a like some kind of burrowing animal that just gets so deep that you like end up. You by the time you're done watching, like following that path to the end, you're like watching videos of like a dude, <laughs> like 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 clipping his indigrown toenail or some, something ridiculous you're like, two in the morning I, yeah yeah you're like how did i get here i'm like the video you're watching again millions of views are <laughs> of some of some man clipping his toenail and like a comment below it will say like how did i get here and it, it'll have like 35 up 
thumbs up. That this will be your the path to uh, if you follow it. Now I mentioned there's there's two there's two topics, and the second one, and I I have to bring it up because Doug is way too modest to bring this up, but Doug's video that we've been hinting at for a while, uh, just dropped a few days ago for the uh, Sam friend, find fine light. Now before I let Doug talk about it, I want to give a a little bit of story behind it because. Sam, by the way, I just want to say I love that. Your video came out during the first season for Sam Friend, and we did none of this. Right, but I wa- it's a great video. It was, it's, it's significantly higher production values than mine, and, is be- and it's a really entertaining video. Um, now, Sam Friend, if you're not familiar, is an artist in the Miami area, which Doug and I both originate from. And uh, we know him through my brother, who's a pianist in the Miami area. And Sam's a real good guy uh, and a very talented musician. He just is, I think, has he released yet? Or he will be releasing the full album. Uh, Yeah, you could get this, you can get the song on. Yeah. On like uh, Bandcamp or something right now. Yeah. So he's he's going to be releasing the full album uh, shortly. But uh, he had Doug do a video uh, for the first single off of it, which is Find Fine Light. Sweet. Uh, And one of the things I want to ask about is... You play. You're actually in the video. You pulled a Hitchcock. You're in the video yep. and in cameo. You play a werewolf. Um, and Dude, some 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 blog called it a dog man, which I guess is a is appropriate too. Right, it's because you're eating kibble out of a shout out to South Florida Publix dog food bag. Right. Um, how how did you get that effect? Um. Uh. That's um. That's uh. Cocoa pebbles in the bag. And how, um, horrible I mean, how thoroughly... A horrible interview. This, no. is, this is hard, you guys. This is hard. It is, yeah, it is hard. You're on the other side of the fence now. And it's what... Uh, I mean, wh- how was that bag washed thoroughly? Uh, what I did is I uh, kept... I, I, I kept the... Like, I, I bought a bag of cereal that was smaller than the bag of dog food. And mm. so the dog... The bag of cereal intact is inside the dog food bag. Ooh, that's good. So, I hadn't thought of that because I was thinking, oh, there's got to be some crests of dog food. Stuff. No, I would, I wouldn't have done it. I wouldn't have done it if that was the case. I, uh, yeah, the other bag is in there. So there's uh, Doug. Do you watch Ellen? I've seen Ellen. I've seen. I've I've been following Ellen since her sitcom. And oh really? Her great, her great movies like um, Mr. Wrong. She was in movies. Just a few. Hmm. Uh, yes, I actually, I knew someone who worked for Ellen, Ellen for a while, and I, I've seen a few episodes, but the reason I bring it up... Because you love dancing? Is because I love dancing. Um, I love, I remember Barack Obama dancing on the show, but we're getting on a weird tangent with Ellen. <laughs> no, we don't need to get, get on this tangent. Once, once you get, once you talk, get talking about Ellen, you can't stop. So we need to just mention that because it was a, some sort of transition, uh, that yesterday, yeah. uh, which would be, I guess I should say, Wednesday, Two- November 15th. Yeah. Or Tuesday, November 15th. Um, uh, Kina Granis was on the show and it was to talk about uh, her music video for In Your Arms um, which was a music video that was directed by Greg Jarden and I guess the the way to the one word, this phrase to sum it up is a jelly bean art stop motion um, it is a video, well actually Greg will explain it in the interview, but I highly recommend you stop what you're doing, check it out. Um, it's sort of one of those videos in the tradition of um, the okay go, this too shall pass, where it's sort of a, a spectacle of you know a lot of 
manpower and a lot of time and care that went into something. Um, and I also got got I beat Ellen to it because it was my pick of the week several weeks ago. Right. Well, um, you know, it's funny that Ellen has a little bit of a music video thing because she actually they played the music video while Keena was singing. Yeah, what did you think about that? I don't know because I thought it put a little bit of extra pressure on her to sort of link lip sync along with it because it's it's a, a kind of a performance video she's singing and it just didn't. Yeah, and she couldn't write. You can't because when a performance of a song like that isn't going to be the same as. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, it, it's cool because of the video, right? Like, um, but yeah. No, I, yeah, I thought that they just should have showed it separately. But anyway, us, you know, us sort of armchair producing Ellen aside. Uh, <laughs> hey, listen, we we beat her to the cool videos. So we did, honestly, like Ellen, get it. We ought to be regular chair producing, not just the armchair, but get up in a producer chair or something. Right, the right, the old style Hollywood chairs. We and we usually sit in those while we're doing this show anyway. So we're in, you know, we're almost there. Um, Getting close. So we we saw the music video, uh, loved it a lot, and we uh, asked uh, Greg to be on the podcast. director uh lately mainly of music videos sometimes in the commercial world and um you know um i hope to uh sort of uh eventually dip my feet in the you know in the feature world as well um in addition to directing i um i've done a bunch of graphic design work as well uh, before i was directing i was i was doing like lots of freelance um graphic design and web design mainly websites stuff like that uh and i still do some of that um today as well um but mainly you know what i'm trying to do is uh work more as a director um and sort of go um more in that direction so the uh you know the video that I'm, we mentioned earlier and that we uh, originally came to our attention that we you know wanted to contact you with was the Kina Granis in your arms video which is currently making the rounds in you know it has i think a two and a half million views on youtube or if it's less than that we'll soon have that much uh yesterday i think um kina grandis was on ellen and they actually played the music yeah. played the music video while she sang the song um yeah i was wondering if you could uh um you know for people who, who haven't checked it out uh you know in your words explain you know what the concept is because it's a really fantastic concept sure um the video for In Your Arms is a stop-motion music video where we're basically creating almost like a cartoon out of jelly beans. So it's, it's, it's a sense of stop-motion animation with jelly beans, and we're painting you know, a variety of, of environments and um, to some degree characters you know, in this whole world. And we have our artist, Keena Granitz, sort of in front of this world as if she's interacting with it. So more or less, or for, you know, a good chunk of the video, the video is sort of like this, like, shot, or, or seemingly, um, or, you know, it appears to be a shot of Kina, and, and you know, it 
it looks like in the video that, that, that she's sort of in front of this world made out of jelly beans and she can sort of interact with this world. Um, so that's basically what we were trying to do. Um, and yeah. And so we shot the whole thing, uh, in camera. So Sakina was sort of, uh, shot on this, uh, piece of plexiglass, which is hovering over its table of jelly beans. And we have this camera sort of above, um, you know, above her and above the jelly beans. So, from Karen's perspective, it looks like Kina, you know, is, is sort of standing up in front of the Jellybean world. And we did the whole thing without using any, um, you know, any, any green screen or any sort of um, computer effects. Um, uh, so, so the idea was to sort of harken back to, you know, old, like old school stop motion to create something that sort of uh, had that aesthetic. So is that why you chose not to use the green screen, just to, to kind of to kind of keep it? in that tradition of old school stop motion or was there anything else behind that decision? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I'm a fan of that aspect and I'm a fan of doing stuff, um, in camera as often as possible. Um, and I think, and if we were going to do something like this, where we were stop motion animating jelly beans and sort of having an artist, you know, in front of that world and interacting with it, it just seemed like, to me, um, there wouldn't be much point in doing it if you're going to sort of, you know, do it on a computer or sort of, um, you know, do it uh, by calming her in. I mean, I can, you know, I can to the point of um, saving a lot of, <laughs> you know, of her time as an artist uh, by um, putting her in with a, a, a green screen. But um, I think hopefully, you know, it supports more of a sort of handmade aesthetic and kind of gives it um, a bit more of a charm than it would if she was comped in. And as far as the actual stuff goes with the actual jelly beans, you know, um, people have asked me, you know, like, well, couldn't you, you've just uh, done this whole thing on a computer. And I mean, I feel like, like, you know, my answer to that is if, you know, if you're going to sort of do some jelly bean stop motion or do what looks like, animated jelly bean stop motion on a computer, but it's not actually really jelly beans. It's just, you know, shapes that are then textured. It's like, you know, I'm sure it could look cool, um, but, you know, it, it, you know, it'd still be, you know, a fair amount of work for something that you're just trying to sort of, um, you know, it would, it would it would be something that you'd be doing a, a lot of work to sort of make it look real, you know, and, and to sort of lend this um, stop motion aesthetic to, uh, so, you know, it just seems sort of, you know, like that wasn't the way to go. And, you know, it was just better to do it all on camera, you know, and keep it, you know, as real and sort of uh, tactile as possible. Um, and, and did you know ahead of time, you know, how much time, I mean, you know, there's no way to know, spe you know, specifics, but did you kind of have an idea that, you know, this was going to take years like it did or or did you really think it would take a few months and then you know maybe a, a few more <laughs> yeah um i did not have a good idea about how long it take it was it, you know it was my first foray into a stop motion animation i thought initially when we started we could knock it out you know in a few months that was before we had done anything um and then i was making the you know i made an animatic ahead of time, which we ended up sort of matching all the, you know, all the stop motion frames too. And when we were doing that, 
and I kind of realized, oh, okay, this might actually take a little longer than I thought. And then once we started actually doing it and seeing, like, you know, how long it, it, you know, it realistically took to sort of set each frame to make each new frame and how long it took to a place keen on the glass, that's when I think all of us realized, oh, wow, <laughs> you know, oh, wow, this is actually going to take, you know, it could take over a year. Um, and ultimately, the actual um, stop-motion animation part took, I think, like 15 or 16 months. Um, there's a stat that we really think that it took 22 months, but those first, those first six or seven months were actually just spent, um, you know, planning it out and storyboarding it and stuff like that. And that was also not like a consistent, like we weren't consistently working um, over the course of the, uh, you know, of those um, 16 months of animation. Um, like I shot. I think I shot three other things while we were, we were, we were shooting this and, you know, was touring. So, you know, there'd be times when we'd be sort of on hiatus from the video. Um, and we didn't work every day either, up, you know, until the end, you know, like our last, our last month, I think we spent, I mean, we were working basically every day for a month just to hit our deadline. But, um, you know, for the, uh, bulk of those 16 months, I'd say we were only putting in an average of maybe 20 hours a week, something like that. Wow. Uh, and, you know, a lot of times an artist will try to time or have a video coincide with, I mean, at least in some, you know, relative time frame to the release of a song or the release of an album for promotional purposes. Was that ever a concern that, you know, if you're working on this for, you know, 16 months or, or so that, you know, by the time the video came out, the song might, might be older or the, the time might have passed? Yeah, definitely. Um, it kind of worked out well, though, because her, Kina's album came out in February of 2010, and In Your Arms was not going to be the first single. She actually called me uh, to see if I'd be interested in directing a video for what was the first single off, off that album, which was a song called Valentine. Uh, and I kind of, and you know, and she sent me a few other tracks, one of which was In Your Arms, and I, I, you know, I told her I was doing that track, and you know, I pictured this idea. So when we started on that, she kind of um, got another director to shoot the video for Valentine, and we started working on this video for In Your Arms, and then, you know, once we realized that it was, you know, it, it, that it was going to take much longer than expected, I kind of had to talk about, you know, the issue that you had you had just brought up but what ended up happening was she she re-released the album um partnering with a small label in april of this year april of 2011 um so when she re-released the album she re-released it with like a few new tracks and i think one or two tracks were were no longer on it or i think were considered bonus tracks or something like that and you know she released a video uh to support that i think like around april or may so the album was sort of still alive um, by the time that we released it in November, even though the song was like, you know, 20 months old or something like that. Um, so in that regard, it sort of worked out, you know, in our favor. And it was never really released as a single until now. Um, so that's kind of, you know, how that went down. No, that, 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 uh, yeah, it sounds like it definitely did work out because I mean now you know, going on Ellen, you know Ellen, you know, I saw the picture you tweeted of the video in People magazine. I mean, it's getting a lot of you know people are passing it around. 
a lot and it's getting a lot of attention. I mean, why do you think people are so drawn to the video and, and, and are, are talking about it so much? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure, really. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm, you know, I'm really glad they are. And I'm glad that they're excited. I think that it's, you know, I think just the uh, sort of idea that it's a, a video that was you that was made using a quarter million jelly beans, I think right there has like, you know, uh, could garner um, some interest just based on that fact. Um, I think Kina has like, you know, a pretty good fan base. So that kind of, you know, when the video initially went out, you know, I think, I think, you know, she has a lot of passionate fans that, 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 you know, spread it initially and, you know, and got that first wave going. But I think that it's just the idea that, I mean, this is just, (laughs) this is just, you know, I guess like, you know, just that, um, just that, like I said, the idea that it was done using all the gel beans and the idea that it took so long to do. Um, and I think that, you know, we released, um, a behind the scenes video, uh, at the same time that we released the actual music video. And I think people seeing the behind the scenes and seeing the amount of work that went into it sort of maybe, uh, inspired a bit more enthusiasm than, um, would have been there, uh, just by watching the video. So I think, I think that may have helped with this sort of viral spread. Um, yeah, and in that, uh, in that behind the scenes video, I mean, it shows like how manually intense of a process it is. I mean, there's shots of, you know, the people that are helping you, you know, lining up jelly beans, you know, just like you'd imagine it, you know, creating those scenes. Um, and, you know, you guys have a, the projector with the animatic, you know, projecting the scenes so you know where, where everything goes. Um, but, I mean, during this process, I mean, I know, you know, Doug and I have, you know, worked on, smaller music videos where you know where you know we work with a song for a few months and already then you know we're ready to go crazy and we never want to hear it again i mean was there a point in this where you were like i can't do this anymore i gotta i have to move you know move on with my life um i never got sick of the song miraculously um you know usually when we were working on the video we'd work, you know, a day or a night and, and we'd only get like a frac, you know, a fraction of a second done, you know, it, it was considered a good day if we got more than a second done. So really when, when, when we were working, we don't, we don't really listen, be listening to the, like, you know, you know, a fraction of the song, like, mm-hmm. like, you know, a two second loop of the song over and over. So it almost wasn't even music, <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> at that point it was just like sounds. Um, so, it was really rare. I mean, I don't think we ever really listened to the song all the way through. I mean, you know, like when we were working on it um, until it was actually done. Because um, there are never any points where we kind of would stop and watch the whole thing in its entirety because we, you know, shot the whole thing sort of out of order. So we were never, and, 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 and you know, and in chunks. We were, so we never even had the whole thing glued together from the very end. Uh, so maybe that's why um, I never got tired of the song. Um, <laughs> but, you know, still still, still today, uh, now that I've heard it, um, you know, hundreds of times, I'm not, uh, I'm not tired of the song yet. Uh, thank God. I guess that's a testament to uh, Keenan's writing. Uh, you know, I was just wondering about that, um, you know, about that video. There's... 
you know, obviously so much pre-planning that, that had to go into it, and that's really kind of outlined well in that behind-the-scenes video that you have. Um, I just kind of like wondering, like, how did you know, you know, how did you know to take those steps to achieve your goal? Um, I mean, to be honest, you know, I le- well, I am um, the uh, the whole team of uh, my producer Daphne, Daphne Rage, and I. We kind of learned a lot as we were going. Um, you know, we you know, it's like okay, well, you know, I I knew that Keena had to be seen, um, and. You know, I just kind of sat down and thing like, like, okay, like, like, you know, how can I get her um, to sort of sing along the song when we're not actually going to be playing the music for her? And you know, it's like, okay, well, maybe, you know, I guess if we just shoot a reference video and break that video up up into frames, then she can just like look at a picture of herself, see what her mouth is doing at any given moment, and then she can just, uh, you know, and, and she can just replicate that expression when when she's there on the day. Um, that was my sort of, you know, initial idea. So initially what we were doing was I, I just printed out every frame of the reference video of her singing and I would literally show it to her um, right before we shot and we'd hold a mirror in front of her so she could see her own face and so she was, you know, making that syllable with her mouth. Um, then once we started going uh, further along, we realized that you know, I, like, I can just tell her, okay, like, right now, you're, um, you're saying the word and, and you're sort of on the N, so, so give me an N sound. <laughs> um, and that was a lot faster. But, you know, that's something that, you know, we didn't really realize that we could do until, you know, we'd sort of done it the, the, uh, the uh, first way. Um, so, I mean, it, it was, I mean, the whole thing was really, you know, a bunch of trial and error and just talking to, to, to other people that had uh, done a stop motion animation before um, and, and really just hoping that, that, that it would work. I mean, I'm, I'm not even sure that the way we did it or, you know, the, the things that we did were really the uh, fastest or most efficient ways to do it. It was just the sort of, you know, they were just the best ways that we came up with at the time to uh, execute these various ideas. Um <laughs> so basically, short answer is we were just kind of winging it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and w- one more question on the on the jelly bean video: What kind of jelly beans were they? What, what brand? <laughs> oh, uh, they were Jelly Belly jelly beans. Um, Those are we, premium. That's a premium decision, right there. It it is. It is. They are they are the uh, Cadillac of of jelly beans. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we had actually. Um, because um, you know, I mean, I mean, like the whole reason I even got this idea for the video is because on Jelly Belly's website, they have a gallery section, and the gallery section is just different pieces of jelly bean art, which is basically, you know, you know, a piece of jelly bean art is basically a painting that was created using jelly beans. And, and if you go to the Jelly Belly site, you can see lots of pieces of jelly bean art that range from um, jelly bean recreations of famous paintings. To, um, jelly bean versions of like celebrity portraits. You know, you can see like a picture of like George Clooney, um, you know, on the site. And you know, and I just thought aesthetically it looked really cool. And that was sort of what inspired the video. But you know, you know, I you know I found that on the site because you know I'm a fan of of jelly beans as a snack, of jelly beans as a snack, and mm-hmm. and I'm a little OCD, and and it was intrigued the uh, the OCD part of my brain that you could order compartmentalized flavors of jelly beans 
straight from, from the Jello Belly site. Um, <laughs> so we actually sent them a, we, uh, or my producer Daphne had called them um, when we started uh, asking if they'd be willing to uh, donate some jelly beans to, to, to this project. And um, we, uh, we sent them this proposal. And uh, luckily they, um, they said yes. And they hooked us up with like, you know, about a quarter million uh, jelly beans. And so we end up not having to pay for any of them. So, wow. yeah, that was big because really the the um, the, the jelly beans would have cost more than the you know budget of the entire video itself. So, really, without that, I actually don't know how we would have done it. Yeah, because um, jelly bean jelly beans are are definitely not cheap, and they I mean I, they probably were the ones you needed for the different colors and 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 the size. Yeah, yeah. We uh, we basically just, you know, uh, went onto the site, looked at all the colors, and um, uh, my friend Lauren, Lauren Gregg, who did the the uh, concept art for the site, she, she was the person that actually drew all, all the illustrations. She went on the Jelly website and, and just sort of, you know, in Illustrator made like a color swatch out of every jelly bean color. Um, Mail are that way, and and so that way we knew what flavors to uh, ask Jello for, and instead of how many we needed and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, they came through in a big way. <laughs> that that's great. Um, uh, and I mean, where are those jelly beans now? Were they doled out as snacks, or are they sitting in a warehouse <laughs> um, somewhere? They were not snacked upon um, because. Uh, they were all manhandled, you know. They had, the, you know, everyone's hands were, were all over them. So uh, they're sort of deemed, un, you know, unsafe to eat, you know, maybe, maybe unsanitary. Um, so for a while, they were just sitting in boxes at my place. But Kina actually uh, just came and picked them up, and I think she has something in store for them. I'm not really sure what they are or, or what that is. But um, if there was a music uh, yeah. video well, hall of fame, they could go. They could go there. <laughs> yeah, if there was, that's true. <laughs> we would um, make that, I guess, if there was one. We would be the guys. Yeah, I guess that maybe that maybe a, a project once we get into you know once we get into real estate, I suppose. Right. Um, okay. But uh, also, uh, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Um, thinking about jelly beans. Uh, you know, you also have other videos uh, to your name, which also you know the thread that we've noticed running through these is that. You know the backstory of the video. Oftentimes, is this sort of feat of engineering or organization. Um, thinking of the, is it Colorado or Colorado? Yeah, Colorado. Colorado. Okay, and they're they're uh, they're Canadian guys, right? I think I read somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I'm I'm Canadian, so I I kind of saw that in there oh. a little bit. Um, <laughs> All right. And uh, for the Ameri Americana Rama. Uh, video where you've got these um, these platforms where a group of people are you know showing different cards at different times, um, yeah. And then uh, you know you also have the also for Colorado the Got to Lose video, which also has this um, you know umbrella chore choreography element to it. I mean, is that something that you um, you know enjoy doing choreographing you know groups of people to do these things in unison? Um, and, and and why why do you find that so appealing to put to put in music videos yeah um i do find it fun again i think in an ocd sort of way um <laughs> <laughs> i think that um 
I mean, you know, generally speaking, um, I'm a fan of the uh, one-shot video or commercial or, you know, form of video. Um, and just because, you know, it's like, you know, I mean, you know, I feel like, you know, as a viewer, when you watch something that was sort of all done in one shot and hopefully all done in camera, then it's like you're, you know, there's something that's very, well, hopefully that's very theatrical about it. Like you're sort of watching, you know, you know, a performance uh, through the eyes of the camera. Um, and that's just kind of fun. And, uh, you know, and when I, you know, get a track or when I'm trying to come up with an idea, I don't know, just for, you know, I think just because I have an, you know, an affinity for, for that aesthetic, it, you know, it's just sort of um, come out of me um, a number of times now. And I think that when you're working with, with, with a group of people, because, um, you know, I've done, you know, I've done a few one shots, um, as you said, and I find that when you're working on like, um, you know, on a one shot project, you know, you're, you're usually working with, you know, um, like anywhere from 20 to, to 40 people. I mean, you know, or possibly, you know, even more depending on the project. And, you know, it's, you know, it's really stressful, of course, because you, you sort of have to get everything in place and make sure that everything, you know, uh, goes well. And it never really does, uh, you know, even, even when it does, something small always goes wrong. Um, or, you know, or in my experience anyway, but, you know, it's, you know, it's kind of fun that, you know, everyone involved with the project has this, you know, intense level of focus and everyone, you know, you know, is really in the zone and everyone wants to get it done and everyone really, you know, cares about it and wants to get it done right. And so at the end of the day, after it's done, you're sort of left with this like great, great sense of teamwork and, you know, it's really great feeling to to a nail something like that and you know in the case of the Colorado of, of the first Colorado video for American around it's like you know we, we were on the location for, for, for two days and, and the first day we were just rehearsing and the second day we rehearsed for the first half of the day and then we shot for the second half of the day and everyone that was in the grid sort of that, that were making all the all the shapes and patterns behind the band uh, those like you know you know I I uh, I had made an animatic for that as well, which I showed to to the crew and the state hands and you know everyone that was uh, in that grid. But when we were there shooting and when we were rehearsing, I mean, I don't know if you know, you know, it was it was it was hard for people back there to really know like what they were doing, um, just just in terms of like like how what they were doing was really affecting the big picture. Um, and they did it basically for a, for a two days straight. And you know, in their minds, all they're doing is like moving cards around and, and flipping cards, you know, at, you know, at certain moments. Mm-hmm. So at at the end of the whole shoot, we screened the video, basically what was the final product for everyone, you know. And and it was sort of this really like you know, you know, it was this joyous moment where 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 people saw you know like how what they were doing was contributing to the um, video in its entirety. And it was, I mean, you know, you know, it's kind of cheesy, but it's this emotional uh, moment I think, for uh, everyone. And you know, it was really fun to to sort of you know be part of that and to have everyone take joy in uh, seeing their hard work sort of um, 
um, come together. And you, you know, you talk about you know these this this team of focused individuals, you know, that are needed for a one shot video, and you also needed you know a really large team um, to pull off the in your arms video. You know, all of you know the, these videos require a lot of help from a lot of people. You know, not just anybody, people who are you know able to you know, achieve specific goals, uh, you know, how are you able to get all these people to dedicate their time to your project, you know, without being able to offer them too much? Or are you offering them stuff? <laughs> um, yeah, that's, um, well, let's see. Uh, for, for actually, for all those videos, for the videos that we've talked about so far, uh, no one, I think, has been paid monetarily anyway. Perhaps they've been paid emotionally. Um, <laughs> um, I enjoy yeah. being paid emotionally. Good. Oh, good, good. Hopefully, <laughs> most people do. Um, but yeah, it, you know, um, I have. I mean, you know, I've been really, really lucky um, to have just. Um, well, on the Colorado video, that was that was mainly friends and a few interns from the production company I'm right by, which is Radical Media. Um, but mainly, it was. It was, it was a bunch of my friends, mainly my friends from film school and a few friends of the producer of, of Jason Baum who, who produced the video. Um, and we just kind of, I mean, I basically just kind of asked everyone I knew, you know, hey, um, would you want to come out to this warehouse outside of downtown LA for two days and, and shoot this thing? It's like, I think it'll be cool. Um, I can't pay you anything, but uh, I mean, hopefully, you know, you know, it'll be a good time. Um, so, you know, in that case, everyone came out and did it for free. And, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, I'm always sort of um, conscious of, of the fact that, that people are there and working for no money and, and they're just doing it as a favor. So, you know, it kind of makes me, you know, you know, a bit nervous that, you know, people might sort of get uh, frustrated if, you know, you uh, ask them to do another take. But really, everyone had... You know, a, you know, a great attitude, and I, I felt really, really lucky that uh, people were so, um, you know, had such some commitment to uh, that project. And then, forgot to lose the next video with 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 all the girls with the umbrellas. Uh, I just contacted um, a dance group or a dance choreographer actually in Orange County. Um, um, her name is Mickey Marvin, and she is the choreographer of, of the shoot called the Atomic Cherry Bombs. And I just kind of pitched the idea. I kind of told her up front that we were on on a fairly tight budget, and she was and she was excited about the idea, and she thought that she could rally together enough girls. And luckily, that all came together. And you know, it was the exact same thing. I mean, people, you know, you know, I was I was nervous about people, you know, about um, some of the girls getting frustrated at times, but uh, you know, it never really happened, and everyone stayed focused. And again, felt really lucky. Um, and then with in your arms, that was mainly um, a bunch of interns, mainly from radical media. Uh, we reached out to a few uh, schools in the area like USC and UCLA and got a few um, stop motion uh, students to uh, come out. And I had a, you know, a number of, of, of my own friends uh, come out and help out as well. But, you know, our core team, which was of, of, um, of about a dozen people, was, was mainly um, comprised of um, you know, of interns and, and people that, that would intern the radical and then they finished the internship. And, uh, personally they were, you know, into the project so much that they, you know, just kept, kept coming back and helping out after, after, um, after they were done with their internship. 
So again, <laughs> felt really, really lucky. And you know, and I think it's you know, it's really important to, to make sure that at the end of the project, everyone that's working on the project knows um, how you know how thankful you are, and that they are really integral in making the project um, come together. Because you know, you know, in all those cases, I mean, you know, it was really a group effort, and it's a one for you know everyone that worked on it. I mean, it just wouldn't you know happen you know at all. That. Uh, the- yeah, well, it's actually, you know, from the people we've talked to, it's it's kind of rare to have interns on a music video shoot, so that's that's great that you're able to get so many of them involved. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and, you know, one, th- one other thing we wanted to ask as well, uh, you know, before we let you go is, uh, you know, now that the uh, In Your Arms video is out and that's all... Um, you know, that's all going on and you know there's there's a lot of buzz around it you know what what are you looking to do next what is your sort of next move do you have something that you're shooting now music video wise um i'm hoping that it'll lead to to a more work um you know in the commercial world uh, i did my first commercial earlier this year uh for a little wildlife fund and you know you know it was a lot of fun and um i'm hoping that the you know that the, the, the um, success of far of the Indians video can sort of uh, translate. You know, um, I'm into that. And and, and and as far as music videos, you know, I mean, I love doing videos, and you know, you know, it's a lot of fun, and um, I'm excited about doing my next one. I'm currently figuring out exactly what 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 that's going to be. Uh, it's going to be hard to follow up a you know a 22 month uh, <laughs> you know a video that's basically uh, two years. To, to, uh, to make, but you know, so I'm, I'm figuring out right now what what that's going to be, and um, I've also been working on this this uh, short that uh, I think I want to shoot early next year. That I was actually hoping to shoot this year, but um, and uh, you know the uh, the video for In Your Arms obviously took uh, you know took a while, so you know I wasn't able to uh, do that. So that's kind of there's the three um, things that you know. Have in mind. You could be the Stanley Kubrick of music videos. Your next music, your video, you know, your next video could take, you know, three, four plus years. Yeah, um, yeah. But that then could be, <laughs> that could be a path. You'd probably have that a little bit a of trouble. Path. Yeah, you'd probably have a little bit of trouble getting an artist to sign up for that, though. Unfortunately, so <laughs> yeah, um, it's true. Like, <laughs> yeah, maybe I could find someone now who's unsigned um, <laughs> to do their video. By the time it's out, maybe it'll be signed, and the song, you know, will be a single at that point. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. Um, hopefully, um, I'll I'll never do another video that takes um, two years again. Um, but I mean, you know, I'm, you know, I'm really glad I did it, and I'm glad that we partnered with uh, Kina on it. But um, yeah, it is a long time to spend on something that, that goes by in like three and a half minutes. You know, one of my favorite videos of all time premiered on Ellen. Uh, Kanye West's... Uh, uh, Apology it, for... Getting mad at Taylor Swift. No, that was on Jay Leno. Oh right, is that one of your favorite Jay Leno moments? No, I have no. There's zero Jay Leno moments that I have favorite of. What was it called? The uh, <clears throat> I gotta look this up. 
Excuse me. All the lights? No, no, no. It was Love Lockdown. It was Love Lockdown. She premiered on on uh, on the show. They they like watched it on the show. It was interesting. I never heard that song. Keep your love locked down. Got to keep your love. No, that's not how it goes. I don't know. Anyway, picks of the week. Yeah. Let's do it. And I have one that I've been waiting to talk about because I love this music video. Because last week we talked about... Um, let me pull it up here. Uh, last week we talked about... Why is this not coming up? Why is my search broken? Everything's broken. Uh, last week we talked about puppets in videos, specifically the Muppets. But one of the videos I mentioned was Lily Allen's video for Alfie. Um and I highly recommend this video. I, the first time I watched this video, I just was so... You can hear me. I don't know if you can hear me on the podcast like laugh, laughing at it because I really enjoyed it. But it is um, from 2007, and uh, I think it's off of one of Lily Allen's first records. Uh, if you're not familiar with her, she's a British singer who has the most ridiculous accent. It's like um, it's, it's like the sweeper from... That, that the movie where the woman flies around with the umbrella. What's that? What? Mary Poppins? Mary Poppins, right, right. The, like a Cockney accent. And you can hear it in her music. It's very funny and very, um, very fun to listen to music. But um, anyway, the reason I'm um, talking about this video is because uh, the song is about this woman, this girl, talking about her little brother who smokes weed and is kind of us- generally useless. And... Um, there's no real resolution at the end. It's just how he has a problem, and she's trying to help him with it. And it's a the, the production, the musical production is really interesting. They've got some you know weird saxophone noises going on. There's like a little bit of wood block. It kind of has this kind of cartoony feel to it. Um, and then the video is really you know more than most videos I've seen re- recently has a really does an incredible job of transferring that feel of the music to the video and one of the ways it does it is this really cartoony style set the walls are either like bright blue or bright green um lily allen uh who most of the time if you look at her album covers she's done up like some i don't know the whatever the english version of white trash is where she's got these big gaudy earrings and she looks kind of like a bit of a punk and in her other videos she has people destroy her ex-boyfriend's property and things like that but she's has like a uh, yellow uh, hairband on she's kind of done up um but the, the main part of the video is this little puppet character of elfie um he's like two feet tall and he's just really expressive and he's got this really mean kind of face on but Somehow they, the director, who is uh, uh, Sarah Chatfield, really uh, does a great job of getting the two characters of Lily Allen and Alfie, who are the only two characters in the entire video, to kind of connect emotionally. And it's it's just a, a it's a, it won a bunch of awards, uh, which I don't I'm not surprised by. It's only um, you know two minutes and fifty four seconds, but every mi- you know second of it is really well done. Um, entertaining and really really serves the song which i think is key so that's lily allen's video for elfie you're such a punk lily allen she is a punk i mean it's just that one of the things i think and i can't remember who we were talking to i think it was brian schlom who said it was so key to have the right people in your video and have them styled correctly and i think this is one of the ones that is just 
so it's so true for the way that the sort of the the combination of her dress with her mannerisms um i don't know you just sort of instantly fall fall in love with with her character there not necessarily mm-hmm, her the person mm-hmm. but it's right it, it, there's such a connection mm-hmm. and you and you really connection with you and sort of connection with this with this little character here and it's, it's a really fun video it may be actually one of my top to five favorites ever ever definitely adam you love lily allen I d- i've never heard of her before adam hart lily allen i do i watched one of their other videos and just and you just love her no it was you would call it a hipster crush i call it you love her uh yeah it is a hipster crush a little bit but her other video she's like uh, it's really mean her (laughs) she has an ex-boyfriend and she i can't remember what the name of the song is you relate to the ex-boyfriend because you love lily allen and you're like one day i'll be your (laughs) ex-boyfriend now one note i should mention there's two versions of video one where she takes a bong away from his room and one where she takes a video game console away from his room and uh, the one we currently Edgy have... Edgy with that video game console, huh? Yeah, it's like this old-style Atari one. So, anyway, check it out. It's a great video. And now we're going on to uh, to Doug. Um, my, my pick of the week actually s- starts right in your neck of the woods, Adam. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, for a song called Wooden Wall Silverware by rapper Big Poop. And it starts right in Raleigh, North Carolina. Ah, very um, nice. Uh, where Adam, where Adam is is uh, currently living, for this for this time, and um, and uh, this video hits close to home because it it seems like it it would be a really awesome thing to do. Um, the basic concept of the video is is Pooh wakes up, um, he wants to eat eat some food, um, so he decides to just go to L.A and hit all his favorite restaurants in LA. Um, and throughout the video, he's just hitting up his spots. And then he, by the end of the day, he's back home in Raleigh. Um, just seems like something that uh, anyone would want to do. And uh, I guess this is my pick of the week out of jealousy. It's a great celebra- celebration of food. Because there, there are three places and two of them look like not dives, but they're not like fancy places. That's the thing, especially the taco one, the worldwide taco, looks like a like an absolute hole in the wall. But the tacos look great. Yeah. Right, I agree on uh, both of those. Um, yeah, it is. It is kind of like an episode of Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives, but in a hip hop video. Uh, the, the sort of the beginning of the video, he's going for Fruit Loops, and he does the thing where he grabs a big bowl and he. The lump has a, the milk has a lump in it, and that's what sort of spurs him on. And, right. I mean, I think it's something we all can. I mean, you've all like gotten up. You want some cereal. You 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 know you're gonna eat half the box, so you get a great big bowl, and then you figure out the most important part is just messed up the milk. It's just it's hard, you know. Yeah, I've I've not often had spoiled milk. What I've encountered is it's nowhere near enough milk. Right. Like you just got a little bit of milk. And then you just gotta throw it all away. Please. At least if you, no, there's no good, there's no good outcome. Well, the good outcome is flying to LAX, right? And and eating um, at great restaurants. LAX to RDU. If you see RDU in there, it's Rally Durham uh, International Airport. Great, a great airport, by the way. Although their signage is a little lacking. Like you don't know where to park. No. Well, the thing is, is that you gotta get off the highway and then. 
you gotta get off like one exit and then another exit that says terminals parking and the first thing the, uh, the mistake I made is I thought it said terminal parking so I was like oh, I don't need that and then I realized I missed the exit because you don't have like you don't have any terminal illness right I was like terminal uh, that's just for people with terminal illnesses this is just for sick people I'm not sick I feel fine yeah why would I go I don't, there I don't need to go to that place now they have times on the the video where they go back and forth. I wonder if this is based on actual events. Um, that's really dumb that you would have things that you wonder. Mm -hmm. Well, that's a great video, Doug. That's a great pick of the week. I make good picks. You do make good picks. They're not based on anything in particular. No, not at all. Um. So thanks, everyone, for listening. Yeah, thanks everybody. I hope you enjoyed uh, the videos. Check them all out. Check out the show notes. If you enjoy the podcast, go and write a review on iTunes. Tweet us. Tweet us. Email us. Um, if you want our address, email us. We'll send it to you. If you want to send us care packages, we like sampling things, uh, cereals, nutrition bars, uh, chocolate bars, things like that. We'll write reviews on those. So or toys. Or toys, yeah. I have a new dog. If you have dog toy, you want to promote. Um, or just like man toys, so like toys that, or even toys that maybe like you would think are made for kids. We'd probably want those too. Yeah, let's do man toys. Also, if you have any, uh, like we need advertisers. I think so. Go ahead, if you're advertising. Yeah, like you would just give, if you just give us money, we will take it. Right, right. We'll, we'll we'll even like do like a sample commercial for you and send it over so you know that we're not mm -hmm. screwing around. Yeah, we'll do you a commercial on spec, mm -hmm. uh, and it'll go, um, uh, wherever you want it. Prime Prime Real Estate before after theme song. I mean, we're about we're we're down. We're very flexible. So we're anyway, get in contact with us. Oh, sorry, what were you saying? Did you just say we're sellouts? Um, we're totally yeah, we're definitely sellouts. I think we they, don't think we ever ever pretended that we wouldn't sell out at some point. So, and thanks uh, for checking out the podcast, guys. Check us out uh, next week. We've got some great interviews coming up before the end of the year, before Christmas time or Hanukkah time or whatever. Um, whatever holiday or not holiday. Exactly. For so, the end, EOY, before EOY. Mm -hmm. So, uh, we'll see you next week. Keep your love locked down. Gotta keep your love. No, that's not it.